Hi Jan, it's been a couple of weeks since we last caught up, so tell us what's been happening with the cancer treatment. Right, well this is the end of my week three because it's a three week cycle and I have to confess at the beginning, um, the first few days were fun um, and I think I said that in the last um, podcast that but then side effects hit and I had a sore mouth and also tummy upset, which I didn't deal with. I was completely stupid and a martyr. I know now that I should really have dealt with that straight away because that obviously added to my lethargy and and mm-hmm. so on. So a warning to anybody, just make sure that, um, and if you're not sure, phone them up and say, can I take this? And they will tell you, take it straight away. So I've now got the equivalent of Imodium and on prescription. But I got much better over the three weeks. So um, last week I went to all my choir practices, sang a concert on Saturday, ran a governor's meeting, conducted Evensong. So it was a completely normal week for me. And suddenly the chemo brain haze went, appetite came back, the soreness of the mouth and all of those things just cleared. It all just vanished. It all just vanished. It was really, really fascinating. And I just got this perfectly normal week, so did all my normal stuff. Um, And then that was fine. And then chemo two was yesterday. So my chemo buddy came with me. That was a really much more calm event. We were in the bigger part of oncology. Although poor old Adam Brooks... Their pull cords for emergencies were all out of action. So someone was going around telling them that they were having to stand and shout if they'd got some major problem. (laughs) Every time I go to Addenbrooke, there's a problem with the building. They'd had a flood the week before in oncology. I went to genetics the week before and the alarms were going all the time. I mean, that building is creaking, there's no doubt. Well, that's quite an age now, really, isn't it? Or some of it is. Yes, and and of course the health secretary has been on the... around and on on the news yesterday so it's been a busy time so last week was my oncology appointment which I have the week before the the next chemo he monitors uh, my consultant monitors every detail were there any days when I hadn't got out of bed and got dressed all of that's marked in so he can see my progress the side effects got told off about the tummy thing that I should have dealt with. Um, and then I was fine. They took bloods um, for the, they take bloods for that, for the chemo. And then I'm, because I'm in two other studies, they take two lots of these uh, research bloods as well. So I got four lots of bloods going on Thursday. And then the day before that, I went to genetics because I'm a second breast cancer patient and because we have discovered in our family history that actually part of our family has strong Jewish heritage and there is quite a preponderance of breast and ovarian cancer with the BRCA mutation in the Jewish community. They are now doing a full genomic profile of me looking to see whether I've got BRCA1. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I haven't, they'll look to see if I've got BRCA2. So that's been quite a big thing over the last few days, getting my head around the fact that I thought I was just offering some research, but actually there are implications for my future health and for parts of my family now, mm-hmm. now that we've discovered all of this. And we've had this information through from bits of the family in the States only in the last couple of months. Real coincidence, isn't it, that that's come just at this point? I know, and it's all written there. It's a bit 
it's a bit gobsmacking when you see it written down. But the geneticist was really positive and will support my other bit of family personally um, if we find that I actually have got the, the mutation. So that was all quite exciting. And I went to the hair clinic, um, which was all jolly, and that was in the Maggie Wallace Centre, which is a wonderful resource, and they just welcome you. And I'd hoped um, that I was going to get the offer of some wacky purple job <laughs> plus something more sensible. But she'd only got sensible. But she's given me the name of a place in where we, that does stuff for people with alopecia and things mm-hmm. where you could actually go and get something wacky or you can put temporary colour in it. Mm-hmm. So we tried on a few of those. And so I came home with my free wig or on the NHS. But it's beautiful quality. A very fashionable friend of mine came this morning and gave it the seal of approval. And I talked to her about the hair loss. That was Thursday. And she said, end of chemo one into chemo two is when it will start to go. And I'd had all the itching the week before. And she said, that's when the chemo hits the hair follicle and does the damage. Then it takes a week or so for it to actually come out mm-hmm. so it did I made it over the weekend for my concerts and and I was conducting an even song although one of my parishioners said I think you've been very near a cat and I said I think you'll oh. find it's me <laughs> so yesterday was a lovely sunny afternoon so I washed my hair and sat in the garden and pulled all the loose hair out <laughs> and it all got blown away it was a strange and surreal thing and that wasn't sore at all no Absolutely not. And a friend is coming at the end of the week and and he will shave the rest of it off. Mm -hmm. So hence today I'm in my rather nifty little Little cap. That's a rather nice cap, actually. I've got a whole collection of these. I've got a bag full upstairs that I can tip out in the morning and see how I want to look. So that was great. But the most wonderful thing and the advice I'd give to anybody else is you have to sort of go with it. You have to plan... I know that I'm not going to be so good when the steroids stop on Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm high on steroids at the moment, as you can tell. But I've bought in food supplements in case I don't want to eat. I promise I will take the emodium if I go into that area. Um, I've bought soft breakfast cereal because muesli is really hard when your mouth is sore when it's tender and and so I've bought in all those things ready meals and I've got this amazing care plan which is called Moore's Marauders and it's my (laughs) friends from all over that my bits of my book clubs and teaching people think my various singing groups and they've all signed up a friend of mine's managing it and they sign up for bits of days And they all know it might be I'm asleep and they'll just come and read their book here. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's been quite busy. I've had three lots of people in today who bring me food and and biscuits and company. But the great thing is that when I'm going to be a bit... I know I'm not going to be all that well over the weekend. Mm -hmm. So I've got two lots of people coming in and and I can stand them down if I'm fine. And equally, I can email around and they can book in... So it's all on a spreadsheet in my kitchen. I love the title, Moore's Marauders. Well, that's Tony, (laughs) who does my recording for for your programme, came up with that because he's an IT specialist and he (laughs) thought the whole thing was clunky. So I just would advise anyone, last time I was working and my friends were working, but this time people have said we want to help. And people are so good. They've just turned up with their books or a game or DVD to say, if you want to go to bed, yeah. we'll we'll just be here. 
and it's been an absolute lifeline mm. for me to That's have fabulous. confidence because yeah. my mum's very elderly she's 94 she lives in Cambridge and she said I can't do anything but I could come in a taxi if you needed somebody so you know it's it's been a three weeks of up and down when I really haven't felt quite the thing in the early stages once it all hit but it's amazing how you forget that when you get that good week yes and you feel perfectly fine, yeah. and then you know it's going to come again. But please... It's like all illness, though, isn't it? Yes. Like having a really bad toothache, yes. you kind of forget about it you afterwards, do. how bad it is. Absolutely. Not that, I mean, this is kind of much worse. No, but it, it's it the is same true. idea. The brain just tells you you're fine, yeah. because the yeah. chemo brain, you do get chemo brain. Um, I couldn't find the car in the car park on Thursday. I thought, that's not chemo brain. But um, That happens to me. It happens to everybody, <laughs> I've discovered. But, it, it's, it, but the whole thing about asking for help or when people want to help is saying yes. Someone's coming to do some gardening tomorrow. She likes ironing, but there isn't any. But she's going to cut because I can't get scratched in the garden. So my what, advice... Why is, why is that? Why well, because reckon... you pick up infection quickly because your immune system's down. I see. Um, and, you know, watch out for animals. But I did go in the garden yesterday to pick tomatoes and got grazed, but it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. So people, I'm just saying yes to people to come and do helpful practical things yes and if Um, they're offering then they want to do it they want to do it and we've blocked it into tiny blocks so they're not giving vast amounts of time um and i'm keeping up to date and saying well actually i've got another friend's phone they're coming this afternoon so you needn't stay after lunch and all that sort of thing so that's the thing about keeping positive and not just sitting at home. And there'll be days when next week when I don't feel the thing, and I'll give myself days off, people, mm-hmm. and and sit and catch up with some work and and not feel good. But I know that it will improve. Um, slightly less improvement as the four because it's cumulative, but at least it's only four. I know we are halfway through now. I've done of the two, actual of the of actual, actual chemo. Th- yes. Yeah. That's right. It's just you're not quite through the second suffering. No, the second <laughs> suffering is still to come when, when all these steroids, you know, uh, go yeah. and they'll take the last sort of steroids And that'll last how many days, do you think, the, the not feeling too great? Probably three or four days, maybe five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm better organised this time because I've got the right foods and I, and, and I bought myself You've some... been reminded what it's like as I well. Have. I have. Yeah. And, and I think... It is about that saying yes to people, having this sort of plan. I've got phone numbers of the neighbours so that if I'm really in a miserable state, I, I mean, I can phone them and they'll mm-hmm. nip round. And also getting, you know, getting stuff in your kitchen when you know that I won't have an appetite. But the appetite all came back in that last week, 10 days. And I cooked things and ate things, and of course then my well-being was better, yes. and my system was working If you can properly. get things in, it will, it will yeah, improve matters. It will, and it is about managing. It, the side effects I've had and will have, I think, are, are fairly minimal, but they are irritating and, and do impinge on Well, you know, certainly life. if you've had diarrhoea, that, that really, Dreadful you've got to stay in the house. days. <laughs> Yeah. I can't tell you. <laughs> Anyone with IBS will tell you. Yes, it's a, it's exactly. a nightmare. You've it is a nightmare. You're, you're trapped. You are. You're fearful of eating stuff when you think, oh, mm-hmm. gonna... so I did have a few, and I needn't have done it. It was self-inflicted because I should have just taken 
And but I've you got, know that this and time. And I know that this time. So mm. I've got it on prescription. It's in my kitchen drawer. I know I can and it's already. do that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm coping. I so went in and did governor's meetings and people are very good. Um, and it's just a case of, of being sort of planned. If you're not organised, and I think it's quite difficult, and you've just got to accept that the next few days I'm going to be grotty and then I won't be for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, the hair thing is a bit... It was still a shock, even though I knew it was coming. It's disturbing, isn't it? It's disturbing it, when you stand in the shower and, and, you, and you run your hands through your shampoo. And it just comes away. And it's all in your hands. Ugh. And then it's all on your body. It's actually the thing to, of nightmares, really, isn't it's it? It's like something from a horror film. Yes. And I remember it last time. This time I was better prepared. But it's that awful thing when you see it in your hands mm-hmm. and then you see it in your sink yeah. and you're trying to get it off your body and it yeah. keeps coming yeah. because you've got a lot of hair on your head. Mm-hmm. I saw the vicar this afternoon. He wanted to do a, an, an anointing for the sick and I'm a churchgoer and he's got no hair at all. So we were in competition about <laughs> today, but today he had got less than me, but by the weekend he won't have <laughs> But I've been buying my little hats off the internet. Mm, yeah, they're good. They are a good thing. I've yeah, got three of these little beanie jobs, and they're light and good for in the house. I've got mm. one for sleeping and a couple of posh ones and a couple of others, and my mum bought me a nice scarf on Monday. Because you lose your femininity, and then there you are, you're a cancer patient. It's written all over you mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing when you go to oncology. We're all sitting there looking like this, you know, and there we all are. How long do you think it will take to come back once you stop the chemo? I don't, I don't know. I think it's different, and I can't, I can't remember for last mm. time once the chemo's out. I remember last time it was the hair on my legs that came back first. They're so, the ones you don't want to come back. It's the ones you try to get rid of <laughs> that come back. That came back. For, I couldn't believe that. But I have to say, your listeners might find this a bit too personal, but in the middle of the week I woke up in the morning and on my sheet were quite, was quite a lot of pubic hair mm, sitting mm-hmm. there looking at me. Mm-hmm. And I thought, right, I know now that I'm on the, the way to the hair on the head. Mm-hmm. But it's quite intriguing, isn't it, that that happens first? Oh, it is, really. Yeah. yeah it must just be the parts of the body it's reaching first. I suppose it must be. But at least you know it's working. Is my view. Yes, exactly. You've got to look in the positive side of all yeah, of that. Yeah, the hair growing. Well, you, you expect it, and it's horrible. Yes. But it's, as you say, the start of your getting better. Of recovery. Recovery. It, yeah. it absolutely is. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it might be a slightly different story when I meet you next. I might have had more days when I didn't feel quite so well or, or whatever. But I just know how it's going to be, and mm-hmm. I've just got to deal with those things. Yeah. Well, we'll wait to hear from you yes. next time. Yeah. Thank you, Jan. It's a pleasure.